So what I'd like to give you now is a few pretty simple techniques that you'll find are kind of baked into your everyday life. They're opportunities within your daily life that you can take to get a couple more reps on that discipline muscle without overloading it, but just adding a little bit more to the volume. And these are techniques that once again are accelerators. They'll make your progress faster. So the very first one, and this is like stupid simple <laughs> when you hear it, but one tiny little tweak that you can make to your day is what I call passing the first test. What most people do in today's society is when they wake up in the morning, they roll over and they check their phone first thing. All of this social media, uh, in a lot of cases like toxic social media, is poured into our mind very first thing in the morning. It's like the equivalent of waking up and eating candy, right, for our mind. And so one way that you can combat this and use it as an opportunity to kind of flex that discipline muscle a little more is, again, what we call passing the first test. When you feel that urge to roll over and turn your phone on, I hope you're like putting your phone on airplane mode or turning it off overnight. That's a really good idea. When you feel that urge, catch yourself, stop don't do it. <laughs> That's the first rep that we put in on that discipline muscle. It's sort of like a warm-up rep, so to speak, for the rest of the day. When you warm up that discipline muscle, the rest of the day becomes a lot smoother and you're not wasting time in the morning. You're not like pouring a bunch of nonsense into your brain first thing. We're actually getting up and doing the work first thing. So that's the first one, pass the first test. Along the same lines, there's opportunities throughout every day where we impulsively reach for something that might not be so good for us. Just like when we were rolling over out of bed and like trying to check our phone first thing, impulsively and habitually, maybe even unconsciously, throughout the day, there are times when we reach for our phone to like scroll through social media a little bit more, or we reach for that piece of junk food that we know isn't quite ideal for us, or we just habitually wanna like watch that next episode in the TV show that we're binging rather than going to the gym. When these opportunities arise, and they are opportunities, the technique that I like to use here, I call overriding impulse. So impulse arises, oh, I wanna pick up my phone, override it, by stopping yourself and not picking up your phone. That little moment when your hand is reaching for the phone, maybe you've even picked it up and you're like beginning to, that, that finger is about to start scrolling and you catch yourself and you're like, oh wait, no, I'm not gonna do it. You put it down. That is an incredibly strong uh, stimulus for that discipline muscle once again. So find these opportunities throughout the day to override impulse and keep the like load on the muscle, so to speak, keep yourself growing stronger. Because as we said, discipline can also grow weaker. And if you exercise impulse every single time, like every time that impulse arises, you just like give in and go slack, that's gonna be making your discipline muscle weaker. And of course, I don't mean that you never pick up your phone or you never allow yourself that little piece of chocolate or whatever the case may be. Like, no, of course, we're still going to do those things. But one thing that you can do when that impulse arises and you know that, okay, I am going to pick up my phone. Maybe there's a text message from somebody that you need to respond to or you, you are going to check social media for whatever reason. When you're going to do that, 
take back control over the impulsive habitual nature of your mind by delaying it. So you're not going to override it entirely, but you're just going to stop yourself, wait a sec, take back conscious control. So it's not impulsive and habitual, it's actually within your control. Pause for a moment and then go ahead and do it. That is another way that you can squeeze in an extra rep. And one uh, more technique here, which I call cutting off the negotiation. This often comes up when we have these impulsive things that we, uh, well, in reverse actually, whereas before we're like overriding the impulse to do something, there can be an impulse to not do the thing that we know we need to do. So uh, classic example is the cold shower in the morning. When we wake up, there is this impulse, so to speak, or a train of thought that goes, well, I, I don't want to get in that, that like the, the bed is so cozy right now. It's, it's cold outside. I don't want to get like a cold shower. That sounds like torture. Well, whenever those thoughts arise, the reverse of overriding impulse is cutting off the negotiation with those thoughts. So rather than talking yourself into something, just stop talking to yourself completely. In this way, we cut off the negotiation. We say, like, this is not a discussion. <laughs> I say we do this, so we do it. You get up and you do that thing. Whether that is a cold shower or maybe you find yourself talking yourself out of doing the workout for the day, you cut off the negotiation. Don't muck around in your thoughts and try to talk yourself into it or talk yourself out of it. Your, I heard somebody say once that your, your impulsive habitual mind is like the... Uh, the craftiest lawyer you've ever met. He can always talk you over to his side. And so the way that you win that negotiation is by not negotiating at all. Once again, I say we do it, so we do it. Not a discussion. Turn off or cut off the negotiation, get in the cold shower, rather than needing to talk yourself into it. Cut off the negotiation, go to the gym. Cut off the negotiation, sit down and do the meditation. Whatever it is that you're doing, the more that you can kind of short circuit the discussion about it in your mind, the stronger that you're going to get. And frankly, the more consistency and success you're going to find with doing it. And uh, one more technique, we've got quite a few accelerators here. Find pleasure in effort. This is a big one. Okay, it's a really, really big one. And when you can do this, we sort of rewire our relationship with discipline. So going back to that analogy of the set of 10, those two final grinding reps, remember the first eight reps were like smooth and strong. Those last two reps were a little bit more uh, of a struggle. Well, when you've done those sets in the weight room, there are probably times where you find this sort of pleasure in the exertion and the grind of those last two reps. Maybe you're doing conditioning on the basketball court. You're like running suicides or 17s or something. And there are probably or have been moments when usually you wouldn't really enjoy this type of conditioning, but sort of hits another gear and you find yourself like digging even deeper and enjoying the pain of it. I don't mean injury pain, but the, the pain of the exertion. If you can find that thread of pleasure in, <clears throat> in exerting effort, this is sort of like making discipline feel good. <laughs> 
whenever, uh, let's go back to the cold shower, which doesn't feel very good for anybody in the beginning, if you can find that pleasure in the fact that you're making yourself do the thing, yes, it's painful, yes, it, it requires some effort, but man, I'm doing it. I'm digging deeper and find the pleasure in that effort. You're reorienting yourself with hard work. You're making hard work, like yes, it's it's hard in a sense, but it's an enjoyable hard. It hurts so good to like grind that weight up. Find that thread of pleasure. And every time, to the best of your ability, that you're faced with this like struggle and grind, again, 80% easy, but 20% is gonna be a grind. If you can find the pleasure in that grind, well, that grind is going to become less of like a, I see a lot of players sort of psychologically limping through that grind. Oh, okay, now it's the grind, so I've got to drag myself. No, take pleasure in it. And once again, you're kind of making discipline feel good in this way. You're going to look forward to the grind, and it's going to be increasingly easy to get yourself to grind when you need to grind. <laughs> I hope that's clear. And finally last accelerator that I'll give you here is what I call focusing positive. So this is really simple. Celebrate your wins. When you do something, and I don't mean like have a party or uh, have a cheat meal or something like that, just celebrate internally. Allow yourself to feel good about the fact that you did the work when you said you were going to do it. You will manifest more of what you focus on is the sort of esoteric way of saying this. But when you focus on the positive, the good feeling that comes from having done the work that you said you were going to do, you're going to reinforce the pattern of doing that work. So what a lot of players and people do is use negative reinforcement to sort of scold yourself or guilt yourself over not doing the thing that you said you were going to do, that just reinforces the negative pattern. You're feeding the negativity. Instead of that, celebrate the things that you do right. In this way, you're reinforcing what you want. And a, a really good way of doing this, this probably requires, frankly, focus positive is a, um, a deeper topic. We could do a whole talk on this. Uh, let me know if you're interested in that. But I, I I don't want to get too deep here. The simplest way to go about doing this is get in the habit of writing down your wins each day. Just have a, a, a little log. Maybe it's in the notes app on your phone. Doesn't have to take long. At the end of the day, just review for yourself. What did I do right? Okay, I got my like cold shower in first thing this morning and then I meditated for 20 minutes and then I got my skill workout in and then I, I got my strength and conditioning work in, did my homework. These things tend to be forgotten. A lot of us are so patterned into that like uh, habit of negative reinforcement and focusing on all the things that we didn't get done that we miss all the stuff that we actually did. Take a moment at the end of the day to write down the wins. Only takes three minutes or so. You can do it while you're brushing your teeth or something like that. And just take stock of like, oh yeah, I did a lot today. I got a lot done. That was a good day. By sort of taking a moment to celebrate that internally, we're reinforcing the more of what we want. And you're going to find that 
your mind naturally starts to gravitate to doing the things that you're going to end up celebrating at the end of the day because it feels good to celebrate them, right? So focus positive. Rather than obsessing over everything that you didn't get done that day, focus on what you did and you'll do more of it, <laughs> right? You'll manifest more of what you focus on. I would encourage you to do each of these about once per day at least. So take, uh, as a quick recap, pass the first test. Don't roll over and check your phone. Override impulse at least once per day. I would say you can like go wild on this. You can do as many of these as you want throughout the day, five, 10 even. Find every opportunity to override every impulse you can. Cut off the negotiation, find pleasure and effort, focus positive. If you do each of these at least once per day, you can really speed up your rate of progress as you strengthen your discipline. Hey, it's Taylor. I hope you enjoyed this clip. And if you'd like to watch the full length talk, we'll have the title and or link for you in the description so that you can check it out there. And as always, if you'd like to go even deeper, the best place to do that is in our free masterclass over at deepgame.com, which I believe will be the most powerful hour of basketball learning of your life. I hope we see you there.